I'm locked in, I'm buried with the loaded bases. Look at their faces, I got them switching places. Slower than the matrix, shots you taking, I anticipate it. Yeah, I know you hate it, but facts you gotta face it. Max contract, no trade clause. Ask my agent, fly it in the angel boy. Running things just like McCoy. Many imitate, but they ain't ballin' like your boy. Many say they working hard, but they ain't working like your boy. Strong, big body, attitude like I'm on the road. Championship, champagne shower. Look at the time, it's rational hours. Championships and champagne showers. Look at the time, it's rational hours. Welcome to the Rational Hour, Ryan. On today's show, we're going to discuss the close of the NFL season. It's week 18, the last weekend of the regular season. Uh, we're going to, today, we got a very special guest, an NFL vet in the building. Uh, please help me welcome former All-Pro, Pro Bowler, Hall of Fame member, Mr. Willie Rose. How you doing, Willie? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you for taking the time to come on the roster hour uh, and just discuss the latest things going on in the league. Uh, last week, Willie, uh, the NFL announced the 15 finalists for the class of 2024 NFL Hall of Fame, uh, cutting the list down from 10 players. The original list was 25. Making the cut was Eric Allen, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Jabari Evans, Dwight Freeney, Antonio Gates, Rodney Harrison, Devin Hester, Tory Holt, Julius Pepper, Julius Peppers, Fred Taylor, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, Darren Woodson of the 15 finalists. A lot of uh, people were cut. That It's a very, very tough list. I'm interested to know your thoughts, but some guys like Antoine Bowden got cut, Tiki Barber, London Fletcher, Eddie George, James Harrison, Robert Mathis, Steve Smith Sr., Ricky Waters, Vince Wilford, Hines Ward. Um, your thoughts when you saw the list and uh, anything that you want to throw in as far as players who you thought got snubbed or who you think is worthy to be inducted to, to where that goes back mm-hmm. You know what? At this point, nobody snubbed. You know, that's a tough to get down to the finals. The one I'm surprised with, though, uh, uh-huh. I think was, was a heck of a player was Steve Smith. Uh, you know, Steve was tough. He was reliable. He played a long, long time. Uh, so, you know, him not being on the finals list, it's tough on receivers, man. It's, it's a damn log with receivers and, you know, all, a lot of them have great stats. So it's, it's, it's hard. I think that's the hardest position to get in right now uh, in the hall is for for guys that are that are at the receiver position. But the guy that I would say to me uh, could have been a finalist on that list would be Steve Smith. A lot of people talk about Devin Hester as a return specialist. Uh, do you think he should be in the hall just for his yeah, ability as a return receiver? Uh, I mean, he's a great returner. Uh, you know, I play with a great returner, Dante Hall. So. You know, oh, that's yeah. a tough one. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, I mean, once I, I think that'll open the door. You know? So yeah. he's a special teams player, right? Well, then mm-hmm. what about great full, What about great fullbacks? What about Lola Neal? What about Moose Johnson? What about um, uh, 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 Tony Richardson? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, I, you know, he's he's a return guy. You know, and he and he played receiver some, but like I said, I played with a guy. You know, maybe not quite Devin Hester, but Dante Hall was was. A pretty damn good return guy. So, you know, I, you know, the ins and outs. You know, it, it's tough. You know, the hall is. Uh, yeah. The NFL's got a lot of outstanding football players that have played, and it's a lot of guys. So, when you start getting down to those to those guys that are Hall of Fame worthy, uh, 
you know, it's 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 a unique group of guys that that were able to change some of the stuff of the position they played. Absolutely, it's an honor to wear that gold jacket and to make it into Canton. It's hard, man. It's a very tough list. Uh, I know Antonio Gates a, is was a great uh, tight end. It's, it's it's hard to dwindle it down to so many. I, I'm not sure how they're gonna do this. It's an incredible list of players. Yeah, they, it, if people don't remember, Eric Metcalf was a tough returner. We played up in Cleveland. And oh, Metcalf yeah, was another bad, one. He was a bad boy. But uh, I think I, I will say this. I think Antonio Gates, Julius Peppers, um, I had a chance to watch him uh, when I was in New Orleans playing with the – I'm a Tar, Tar Heel fan. So I actually saw him play b- basketball when they made it to the Sweet 16 in New Orleans, and I think it was 98. Him and uh, oh, Ronald yeah. Curry, the quarterback, uh, he was coming off the bench. But I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Ronald Curry was the starting point guard on that team. He was the quarterback for the Tar Heels, and he played basketball. And Julius Peppers was, you know, uh, was 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 a workman down there. But I mean, you know, his his body of work and uh, and uh, you know, I mean, he's what six six two ninety was about five six percent body fat. You know, he was just a different guy. He was a different breed. So I think at Gates, I think Gates and um, and Peppers should be a lot. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, let's switch gears, Willie. It's the last week of the season, week 18. Uh, this weekend, it was some controversy that happened in the Detroit Lions in the Dallas Cowboys game. A lot of controversy uh, at the end of the game. Dallas ended up winning 20-19. to They survived a, a plethora of two-point conversions, three attempts by Detroit to try to win the game. I uh, want to know your thoughts on the game and how it ended. The linemen, two linemen, Dan Skipper, and um, Taylor Decker both reported. Not sure exactly how the rules work, but uh, can you let our audience know what your thoughts were as far as that touchdown that was called back? Well, it was an extra point. Uh, I mean, a two-point conversion. Two-point conversion, right. Yeah, first of all, I probably would have, after the first one didn't go, I probably would have kicked the field goal and let it go in overtime and give us a chance to win. I understand why he didn't want to do that. I played. We played the Rams when they were real good. And we ran some trick plays and beat them up there uh, one year uh, when I was still with the Saints. But um, uh, I, I would say I didn't know in the overload formation that the tackle would be eligible if he's the last guy on the line, but apparently he was. Mm-hmm. And if it's a legitimate play, then then they should have reviewed it. The problem I have with it is in the last minute or two, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Ryan, you can't review plays. So that if if, if they both checked in, and it was a legitimate call and a legitimate play, I think the NFL needs to change that rule, and they should be able to review that, especially the last two minutes are the key point of the game. So if, if right. it's coming down to the wire and it's the last two minutes and, 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 and I can't review the play, it, that makes no sense to me. That's, that's when you win or lose the game. I know there's plays throughout the game that you want to have back, but in the last two minutes, anything that happens should be reviewable because that's when it really matters the most. So – I feel sorry for Detroit that that happened. And if that was a legitimate play, then I think Detroit should have been awarded that game after the game. Forget that. Detroit won the game. Right. So they should be able to go back and say that and say Detroit won the game. So I, I, that's that's what mm-hmm. I think about it because we can't review it. But, but they got to change the rules so they can review the play. But, I, you know, I heard Rex Ryan on, um, on the get-up, and he said any of those trick plays they run, just like the fake punt and whatever, the coach will go over that stuff before the game with the referees, you know, so they know yeah. these these plays 
are being called. So the coach will go over whatever the trick plays are that they want to call during the course of the game with the ref so they so they already have an idea of what they're running. So if that's the case, then the refs already knew that they wanted to run that play. So, like I said, uh, a place to be reviewable, and I hope they change that rule this offense. Yeah, absolutely, Willie. I, that's the part I have a problem with the most is because you can see the footage where both Skipper and Decker were over-reporting, but I guess there's some rule where only one lineman can report at once, and that's where the issue was that with. That oh, they, they both, they both reported at the same time. But I, I saw uh, Golf tell Decker to go over and report. It doesn't matter. If they report, uh, they report. I don't care. So if uh, if it's a legitimate play, and I know Decker was lined up in left tackle when he went out went out in the flat and caught the ball. So if it's a legitimate play, then Detroit wants that game, and it should be reviewable, and it should have been overturned. So that's the the league has to look into that, and I think you got to change that rule. And that's the thing too, Willie, because these are two teams that are fighting for seating. You can tell it was a, an atmosphere it was like a playoff atmosphere, and uh, you know that's important that when you come to home field. Playing on the road in the playoffs, which could be huge for both teams being indoor teams. Yes, yes, I agree. So, like I like I said, uh, it's got to be reviewable in the league. In the last two minutes, especially, they got to go to the booth and review it. They review them in college. They review it in yeah, college. Why, so not? why don't they review? Why not? Why don't they review it in the pros? I mean, that's they, like you said. This, these are important, crucial games right now. You're hurting and seeding. And, you know, that it, it, that could change whether we play a home playoff game in the wild card or we go on the road. So, like you said, it's very yeah. important. So, we'll see what the league that's does. That's what makes most fans upset because of that, because they, they you know, that's when theories get out there and things like that. We don't want the controversy. So, yeah, uh, hopefully NFL gets that right. Uh, we shall see. Uh, let's go to uh, be more Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, just playing some great <laughs> football right now to end the season. They clinched a uh, division title Sunday, going to 13 and three, earning the number one seed in AFC, beating the Miami Dolphins 56 to 19. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Ravens and that vaunted defense and Lamar Jackson playing at an MVP level for the 2023 season? Man, the defense and the offense, lively. The, the other backup tight end, that yeah. kid Flowers, the kid Flowers, Odell Beckham doing what he does, making big plays down the stretch. I mean, they're who that Rock, the Rock Smith, them two linebackers. I mean, you know, Ray was more of a banger sideline to sideline, but Baltimore is the most athletic team in the NFL. All those guys are athletic. They got a real good offensive line. I know Staley's been banged up some, and they're rotating him, but they they are the most solid football team from top to bottom uh, in the NFL, and they got talent across the board. Uh, Humphrey, the safeties, the corners. I mean, that 15, that young kid. And they're healthy. And to, to what I'm most happy about is that young man went out there and had to go through all the controversy he went through to get the contract mm-hmm. that he got. And 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 I know for I know there's a stereotype and a stigma for giving some of these young black men that kind of money. I hope the young man has a good financial advisor. I hope he's watching his money himself and not giving anybody power of attorney over his money. But you know that's that's another subject. But for him to come out and play the way he has after he got that contract and everything he went through last year, talking about getting the contract, and he stayed healthy this year. Remember, they wanted him to come back last year when his knee was a little tweaked. For him to play he, the way he has and the way that team has rallied around him, that's the sign of a leader. That's the sign of an outstanding quarterback 
did the locker room respect. And, and uh, it shows in the way that team played. They play together and they play for each other. And, and, and I'm happy for him and I'm happy for uh, the Baltimore Ravens, the way they've conducted themselves and the way the way he he's handled himself uh, throughout the season. Yeah, it's so impressive seeing Lamar, what he did on Christmas night, going into the Bay Area and just taking it to the 49ers. Man, that was Man. so impressive because everybody had pretty much been crowned in the 49ers. I think that's a Super Bowl preview. But um, they just really are playing some good team football. Lamar's leading them, uh, you know, passing for over uh, almost 4,000 yards, uh, 800 yards, over 800 yards rushing. Uh, the team just has different running backs, and it's not hurting them. That's the thing. J.K. Dobbins gets hurt. Next man up, O-line, just playing dominant at the line of scrimmage. Gus Edwards, uh, they got this young kid, Mitchell. Uh, they really have just blossomed at the right time. I just love the defense. And the thing, the guys they brought in in the offseason, like Van Noy and Clowney, uh, just adding to that, that pass rush to go with Queen and Smith, they really just is playing hey, Clown, Clown, I forgot. Clowney's had a bounce back year. Clowney's playing well. They picked up good mm-hmm. vet players that are still young enough. And like you said, yeah. they can run the ball. And and Lamar doesn't have to do it all. Lamar's got got they can run the ball. He picks his spot to run the ball. He's not running as much, but he's got so many weapons. The problem the problem with them was they didn't have any weapons at receivers. Look at the Chiefs, all the drops this year. But they didn't have the weapons mm-hmm. at receivers. Well, now he's got what. Think about it. They got an all-pro tight end, Mark Andrews, who's arguably mm-hmm. one of the top three tight ends in the league. That's out. He could be back for the playoffs as well. So, like you said, Baltimore right now is uh, they're, they're the toughest team in the, in the league right now. And, they're, like I said, they're the most well-rounded football team in football, and it's one fun to watch. But, uh, like I said, I'm very happy that he got his money. And now that contract looks like uh, a money very well spent to get him for, yeah. for the number they got him at. Great investment. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, a lot of teams saying don't pay him. You know, that was funny. He was about to leave. A lot of people thought. In the yeah. That's the yeah. funny thing. Everybody thought he was going to go to the, yeah. the Commanders or Miami. Uh, man, I'm glad they uh, they didn't let him go, man. That was a smart decision by Carbog in the front office, Ozzie Newsom and crew. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's one of those teams to watch. Now let's let's talk about another team that that's going the opposite direction, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, going into December, they were ten and one. Uh, it's real, uh, ran some real good football to, go, uh, to start the month of December. Now they're at eleven and five, going into the last week of the season. They just lost to the Arizona Cardinals at home. The Eagles' defense have given up thirty points in four of the last five games. Um, do you think Soriani and the crew will get it right, or this is just an anomaly and a learning lesson for the Eagles to go forward in the playoffs? You know, it's tough. It's tough when you go that far in the playoffs every year to stay consistent, and hopefully they can turn it back on. I don't know about the injuries. I know they've been a, bang, a little banged up on the line, and, uh, you know, that kid Swift is good. But, you know, they, they, they're they still healthy. They still got A.J. AJ Brown. They still got uh, the kid from Alabama, the, the other receiver, uh, Adams. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, they just aren't, they haven't been playing as well late in the year, and that's when you want to be picking up stride. So, but but giving up thirty points a game is uh is very telling. So, like I said, they they uh in the way Dallas beat them was uh, you know was was very telling. So, uh, uh you know, uh, do you? I, I agree with you that they're, they're not the team in the NFC right now. You know, again, that's the Forty Nineers. But um, but we'll see we'll see how teams are seated. I got to see how teams are seated 
and who who if they play at home on the road. So when I see the seeds, then I can uh, kind of gauge it better. Mm-hmm. But right now, I, I think the 49ers and the Cowboys are, and Detroit are, are ahead of them right now. Okay, yeah, that's one thing that we'll discuss. Yeah, the Eagles 11-5, they still got a chance. They got the last game of the season in uh, New York against the Giants. For me, Willie, I feel like it's the play calling is not right for them. And uh, they have had some injuries, but I think the play calling has to get a little better. They got to get A.J. Brown the ball more. I think that guy is one of the top five, top three receivers in the league, and I don't think he's getting enough love, enough targets. And uh, yeah. get Swift in the open field. Man, Swift, to me, I don't know why they, they throw the game well more than they throw the Swift out the backfield. I think they should do Ooh, it equally. Yeah, Swift, yeah, Swift can do Swift more. Is good. Swift. Yeah. Swift can do more. Swift can do more after the catch. Swift, ooh, Swift is a bad boy. They got to use him more too. I mean, he, however you want to use him out the backfield or running the ball, you got to use Swift. Yeah, they got to throw to him in open space. That you know, he's a yeah. satellite guy. You get him in space, it's 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 problems for the defense. So I don't understand. His targets out the backfield are, are are just not there like it should be. So I think that's yeah. what they need to do as far as get the play calls. They lost both coordinators, and it's showing it is hurting them. And, uh, you know, Gannon, I think it was the, the Cardinals coach coming back to beat them. I know that had to be tough for Soriano to go against, you know, one of his, his assistant coaches and losing at home. But I think they'll get it together. I still like the Eagles. I think Hurts has to play a little bit more sharper. Don't turn the ball over and just um, just execute the defense when his leg gets back. I think he was he was hurt for a little bit. I think he's starting to – he was a little rusty. But the defense is secondary, and then the linebackers got to play a little bit better. But I think they'll get it together and uh, – and get it right. For and, 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 they, and they haven't been getting to, they haven't been getting to the quarterback either. They, the pass yeah, has, has yeah. been, they haven't been getting to the quarterback. Another thing, another thing about, uh, watching the game, you know, me and my wife were watching the Baltimore game. When, when mm-hmm. all the injuries Miami's had, it, I, mm-hmm. it, about, they were up, what were they up by 30 and a half? At the end of the third mm-hmm. quarter, it's late in the year, guys, guys are dinged up anyway. You, you gotta get your horses out the game. You, you know, you can't have, a guy chubbed in the game with three minutes left. You can't have a guy in the oh, game, and then and then the guy get hurt. You know you can't you can't do that because you know you got to get ready for the playoffs. They've had enough injuries. So like I said, you got to get your horses. By the end of the third, you knew that game was was a wrap. You got to get your horses out the game going into the fourth quarter. Because I need we still our playoff team. I need the, I need those guys fresh for the playoffs. So you already got Tyreek with an ankle sprain. You got uh, 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 the Waddle uh, hurt. You got the running back hurt, so I got I can't have guys go down because they had that young kid, fifteen, the kid that was the first round pick with the towards Achilles earlier this year when he was playing his best yeah, game against the Jets. So, so you you know like I said, you know going into the fourth, if the game's out of reach, you got to get your star players out the game. The more for these guys in the league, the more you can rest up, the more you can get off your feet, the better. I remember late in my career, you know normally I got off my feet and relaxed, but one of my teammates had like a fundraiser, like a foundation deal where we were going and passing out stuff, and I was on my feet. And it was, and then the next day we had to play an early game, and I'm like, my feet feel heavy. Well, I didn't get off my feet, you know, and just just that time you get the rest, just the time you get off your feet and just lay up and watch. Every little thing is important, especially when you get older in your career with your body resting it up, getting off your feet. And if you're a little dinged up. You got to get the massages, do the stuff to make sure you're feeling good, get your therapy. But you got to get off your feet and rest, especially when it's late in the year and when it comes playoff time. The more rest you can get, the more you can just lay up and get off your feet, the better. Yeah, you got to recharge those batteries. You got to play smarter. 
Yeah, that's yeah. key. Keep your, keep your body fresh. Make sure you do the right things off the field and to be ready to go, uh, to be ready for Sunday, especially getting ready for the postseason. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, Willie, um, uh, let's talk lastly about our top teams that we feel right now that are each conference. Um, I'll give you my list of my top teams. Uh, started in mm-hmm. AFC, my top five teams. I have Baltimore, absolutely number one. Number two team, I have Cleveland. I just love the way the Browns are playing. Joe Flacco uh, coming out of retirement or whatever the case may be to lead them to where he's doing, taking over for Deshaun Watson, and actually looking a little bit more sharper, getting Amari Cooper more involved. I like Cleveland at two. I like Buffalo. I think Buffalo at three. They're just playing smart football right now. They were at a little bit of a middle-of-the-road type season in the middle. They started to have a couple hiccups, but now they seem to be getting things in stride. And at four, I have Kansas City. Um, I know people will kick in Kansas City a little bit, but I think they're going to start playing a little bit smarter. I love the the young receiver, Rashid Rice and Mahomes, and I think Kelsey just has to get a little bit more involved. Offensive line got to protect. They got to protect Patrick a little bit better, but I think they'll get it right. I got Kansas City at four. And then five, that was the hard one for me. I have the Miami Dolphins at five. Um, even though Mike T and the Steelers, I think, I considered. Um, I went with Miami just because I think Mike McDaniel's offense is so explosive. And that defense is hurting. Uh, like you mentioned, losing Chubb and the other linebacker that they lost uh, against the Jets on Thanksgiving. So Is he coming back? Is he coming back? The linebacker, your big deal. Yeah, the linebacker, he's a good player. I know he's been I – I, I, I didn't think he was out for the season. They need him to come back. Yeah, uh, Chubb is out, but the other uh, – let me double-check Yeah, not that. Chubb, the middle, yeah. Line, the middle linebacker, the middle linebacker. Yeah, I know exactly who you're referring to. Um, yeah, Ball, it's Ball, Ball, I forget his name, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a good football player. Xavier Howard got banged up too, but um, the guy Phillips. Phillips was the one. No, uh, Phillips, Phillips is out. Phillips is out for He's the year with Achilles. Achilles. Him and Chubb both were out. Um, they got Jerome Baker was the one that might be Jerome Baker, 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 Baker yeah. is the guy. They need to get, yeah. I don't know, I think Baker's coming back. They need Baker back. He's a good football player. Yeah, they said he, he's going to be okay. He's supposed to come okay. back within the next week or two, they're saying. Oh, the practice okay. was open. What about Cleveland? Uh, are you a believer in Flacco and leading them in the postseason? They have a, a good defense, too, you know, with Miles Garrett. I love, I love Cle- Cleveland is the scariest team. Cleveland, Cleveland to me, it, uh, because of Miles Garrett and all them guys on defense and the so- is a Cooper and the way they're playing and, and, and Kareem Hunt and all them guys and they got a good line. I know the left tackle's been banged up, but Cleveland to me is the scariest team in the NFL other than, uh, other than Baltimore. I agree. I, my, the AFC list, I totally agree with you. Baltimore, Cleveland, Buffalo, KC. Now KC has West Pacheco's been in and out, and he ran the ball for 100 yards. The problem with Kansas City is you don't know what identity they have. Uh, Kelsey has not been has, has a lot of catches, but he doesn't have the touchdowns and he doesn't have yards after the catch. He's averaging 10 yards uh, per catch, where, where in the last two years he's been at 12 yards per catch or, or plus 13. So yards, his yak yards are not the same. He's not getting the ball in space, and they've been doubling doubling him more. But he hasn't been as big an impact as, as he had, like you said, on the offense. But I, I, I agree with you. I, I, Cleveland, to me, is the most dangerous team. I, I would not want to play the Cleveland Browns right now. 
like you said, Buffalo and KC and Miami. I have the same list you have. But like I said, I love Baltimore. But the team that I don't want to play in the playoffs is the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Yeah, Cleveland defense. They kind of not quite on the level of Baltimore, but them getting Zendarius Smith from the Packers, obviously, I think it was a big addition to go with Miles Garrett on the edge. And then the corners, Denzel Ward and Craig Newsom are playing incredible. Um, they just have a, a solid, solid team, I think, offensively and defensively. And Flacco's just playing smart football. He's he just he's getting in Juke the ball. He's getting Cooper the ball. And they got a good little one-two punch at the running back position with Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. Um, the, um, the coach and, 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 he, and, he, and, he, and he's taking his shots down the field. Flacco's going to yeah. take his shot. So Flacco's, mm-hmm. Flacco, they're going to dink and dunk. But Flacco's going to take his shots, and he's taking his shots down the field. And, and, and I love the uh, – the uh, underrated, the tight end, eighty-five, underrated player. Yeah, real good football. He's he's one. Of the, he's a tough player too. So they got some weapons on offense. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. They spread the ball around. Like I said, as long as Flacco doesn't turn the ball over again, there, that's 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 a tough one. I don't know what, if it would the AFC championship would end up Baltimore and Cleveland, but uh, Cleveland's going to be a real tough out. And like I like I said, like you said, I think right now Flacco fits that offense. Better than Deshaun Watson did, you know, and that little right. kid, that little backup came in and was playing okay and won some games. Walker, the other the other quarterback, was playing okay too for him. He was playing pretty good. But like I said, I yeah. think Flacco, the way he gets it down the field, he gets it down the field better than than Watson was. So right now, I think Flacco, uh, it's been it's been fun to watch him come back and play the way he has. Yeah, yeah, you got to respect what he's doing coming off, uh, not playing ball and then come in and do what he's doing. Yeah, that's, that's that was uh, impressive. Um, now shifting to the uh, the NFC, Willie I Frisco, uh, they beat the Commanders this week to sew up the home field advantage number one seed. Uh, I still I have Philly at two and Detroit at three, Dallas at four, <clears throat> and at five I struggled. Um, I couldn't really decide, but I end up going with the Rams. I just think. That's a team with a veteran quarterback, Stafford, and they got uh, Puka Kanua uh, that received a young rookie to go with Cup and Higby at tight end. Um, Kerwin Williams, that running back, playing really well for them. Aaron Dodd on the defense has to get a little bit more short up. Uh, they'll be giving up some big plays. Um, Tyrod Taylor almost put an upset against them last week. But um, I like Green Bay a lot. I think they're hitting at their stride at the right time. I don't know if they'll have enough to get in. Um, and uh, the rest of the teams are kind of – Muddling in the middle, New Orleans, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, we'll see. But those are my top five. Uh, I just think that uh, there's no real tough role. They're all kind of equal in, in, besides Frisco and Philly and NFC. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, I got my list a little different than yours. I got San Fran. You know, they, they've been inconsistent too. San Fran has looked great. They've had some injuries, but they seem like they're healthy. I got San Fran. I got Dallas. I got Dallas too. I still. I got uh, the way Dallas beat Philly. I, I can't put Philly ahead of Dallas. So I got Dallas too. Can Dallas win on the road in the playoffs? We'll, we'll see. You know, and can mm-hmm. they go and win in a big game? They haven't. They haven't proven that yet. But I got Dallas too because I like the defense. I like the the line. I know that the young kid hurt his foot, but you know, like I said, I got Dallas too. I got uh, Detroit three, uh, Philly four, Detroit three. Philly four, and like I agree with you, the Rams have the experience and the quarterback over over Green Bay. I like the Rams at five, but but I got I got Dallas too. Dallas has been playing well this year. 
the problem with Dallas again, uh, sometimes that team that team doesn't travel well, and sometimes they can give up a lot of plays. They can give up. Yeah. You can run the ball on them, so they got they got to stop the run, and they got to get to the quarterback. Sometimes that defense is playing great, and sometimes they just don't show up. And uh, can Dak win a playoff game? He's got the weapons, so we can, he's got he's got CD, he's got Cooks, he's got the tight end, and he's got weapons. So you know, running the ball has been. It is not as consistent with, with, with the young man. They got to be able to run the football and, and keep the defense honest. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, I would like to see Dallas do well. But And the 49ers have been, you know, inconsistent at times too this year. So we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens. But I got Dallas here too. Yeah, no doubt. Well, thank you, Willie, for taking the time to come on the roster hour. Uh, just blessing our, our listeners with your insight uh, to close the NFL season going into the playoffs. Um, really appreciate you taking the time coming on. No problem, man. Everybody have a happy new year. Stay safe. I'm leaving the gym right now. I got my hour, hour, hour cardio in. So, you know, it's time to – I had my shake this morning. It's time to get a little lunch and uh, keep the day going. Yeah, Willie, thank you, and happy uh, new year, 2024. Man, blessings to you and your family. All right, same to you. Have a good one. Uh, we'll talk to you down the line. Thank you. Willie Rolfe, ladies and gentlemen. Rational Hour, out.